<laughs> hey, good girls. Welcome to Between the Sheets, a podcast about books, sex, relationships, and occasionally our messy personal lives. I'm your host, Kels. And I'm your host, Denise. So grab a drink and get in bed, you dirty little sluts. What is up, everybody? What is up, good girls? What is up, dirty little sluts? Kels, how are you? How has your week been? You have called me. I'm the dirty little sluts. <laughs> um, you have arrived. I have arrived. It has been a whirlwind of a week. Guess you, you don't want to know why? Oh, no. I What's what's going on? Oh, I, I wrote a book, you know. I wrote it with oh. my best friend. Um, I actually run a podcast with her. I'm jealous. Oh, oh I isn't it you? Oh, awkward. Uh, uh, we wrote a book, bitches. Yes, we wrote a book, Water Under the Bridge. We just announced it to the world, even though we've been working on it for months. Do you know how hard it is for me as very terribly not mysterious person to have kept a secret for this long? Especially a secret that like I, I would have died to share with other people. And I think we are both the same because right when we released it, I literally called everyone that I know and I was like, hey, I wrote a book. Hey, I wrote a book. I felt like I needed to get it out of my system because we've been holding it in since January and I'm not a secret person. No, I want to, I'm nosy. And so when there's something big to drop, I want to tell people I wouldn't want to know too. And then we kept having to be like, we have a secret. We're we going to announce secret. something. Mysterious but- girls. And as you guys know from the podcast, we are not mysterious girls. <laughs> no, we're not. But we wanted to kind of get everything set up behind the scenes before we announce. And let me tell you, there is a lot going on behind the scenes of making this book happen. Seriously, not only are we writing a book together, We have actually decided to start a business uh, and now we're a fucking publishing company. What the fuck? We have this podcast, you know, we thought let's be fucking girl bossing and now we've girl bossed into the sun. We're a little bit too close to the sun because now we're running this (laughs) podcast. We're content creators, we're authors, and we work nine to five. (laughs) Woo! Also, I am in school part time and we have to manage our long term relationships. It's been a whirlwind. How, how are you feeling, Kels? A little overwhelmed. I have not been able to sleep. I literally used to be a morning person and now I'm sleeping until nine o'clock because I'm staying up until two working and it's been great. It's been fun. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's just a lot of stress. I'm definitely feeling you on the stress. We were talking this morning and I was like, oh yeah, I only slept six hours. I came home, had a mini meltdown as an author boss babe does And now we're here recording the pod. You're right. I feel like it's not stressful in a bad way. It's stressful in an exciting way. It's such a big deal, I feel like, for the both of us to say, hey, we're doing something for ourselves now, Uh, whereas we spent a lot of time outside of the content creation and the pod and our jobs doing things for other people. Now we're just like, fuck off, everybody. We're doing us. We're going to try to focus on us and try to do our thing. And it's really hard to kind of trick your mind into thinking that you're safe when you have had to work a corporate job for so long thinking, can I ever quit my real job? And having something so clearly defined in front of you that we're running towards, but still a lot of us is like, but your corporate job is safe. And this is super scary and kind of depends on a whole bunch of different things. Whereas before we're getting one paycheck and now we're trying to find different sources of income and and try different things. And that's been fun. Also a lot to learn. Yeah, there has definitely been a lot of behind the scenes that there is so much information that I... I wish there was just a blog post on uh, coming soon on the BetweenTheSheetsPub.com website. (laughs) (laughs) 
exactly. <laughs> we, we got you, bitches. <laughs> we're going to be trying to be as transparent as possible. And we are so lucky to have both of us working on this because we've both become podcast editors, editors of the book, marketing people. All the, all the different hats that we're wearing, the amount that I've Googled and YouTubed is astronomical. Yeah, the like two days before our announcement, I was like, let's call it quits, throw in the towel. The graphics suck. I hate the website. A couple days before our announcement, I was having a total meltdown. I was like, we have to quit everything. And the graphics suck and the website isn't up. And then we pulled it together in literally one late night session. And here we are, fucking debut authors. What the fuck? I know once our pre-order link went live, it all became very real. And us ordering our first book, it was just a pivotal moment in our career. I just can't wait till we look back on that and be like, wow, we bought our first book and now we're on our 10th book. (laughs) Uh, And which we will be, guys. Stay tuned. What has been one thing that has happened to you now that you've been so busy? I had a very embarrassing thing happen and this is for the good girls only guys so don't tell the internet about this i was getting dressed for work this morning and i put on a pair of underwear and i go to the office and i'm like sitting around all day feeling so uncomfortable and i go to the office bathroom and it turns out my underwear was backwards (laughs) and inside out (laughs) So I've I've been girl bossing so hard I I have no idea how to wear garments anymore. At least it wasn't old underwear that was you know crusty. Exactly. <laughs> or at least if it was, you turned it inside out. <laughs> That's true. But that is my little embarrassing stress moment because we have been really busy. Have you been affected except for your sleep? I think that I just haven't really had the chance to talk to people, and so people in my personal life are kind of calling me out on that bullshit really quick but I told them you know I'm busy I'll get to you when I'm a published author yeah like fuck off I'm trying to be a fucking boss babe well also I think that doing something that people are not used to is a struggle because you have to explain to them that there is potential that you can make money that you're not slumming on the streets or quitting your job to pursue this thing that's not going to work I think that Both of us are working really hard to make sure that we succeed and people don't really see what's going on behind the scenes. So clearly communicating, which is great because we've been in long-term relationships where communication is key. Doing that to other people is quite difficult. And we will dive into some more questions about how we've worked together. We asked you guys on the KD Between the Sheets podcast, what do you want to know about Water Under the Bridge releasing September 14th and... Here are some of the questions that you guys asked. So Kels, tell our lovely, incredible audience what the book is about. Well, it is a steamy, rivals-to-lovers, forced-proximity, workplace romantic comedy. And the synopsis is, there are some bridges that you never get to cross again. Can two rivals put the past behind them to focus on the one goal they have in common? Make the world a better place. As we continue to develop more of the book and do cover reveals, we will get to reveal more of the story to you. But we hope this little mysterious part of our book gets you excited because we have two incredible characters, Luca and Avery, who are going to fall in love in New York City. Which is why I actually went to go visit Denise in New York City. And it was a fucking blast. Like, I've been to New York before, but to see Denise in her own natural habitat and we got to go to all the places the characters went to, it was 
was so fucking cool. I made an Instagram post today of some of the photos that we took around the city, and it was just so awesome to, like, walk the way that they would around the city and see where both of them are going to live and where they're going to work and where they're going to eat and where they're going to have their first kiss. Like, how many authors have the opportunity to see where their characters are going to be when they're writing? I think that's just so cool. Having been a New Yorker for half of my life, the story is going to have a very authentic New York point of view. We are not just going to go into skyscrapers and concrete. We're going to see culture. We're going to see communities here that are so incredible and the food that comes with them and the love stories that come with them as well. So we are so, so, so excited to have you guys meet Luca and Avery. Let's jump into some very quick questions about the book release. Yes. So the number one question we've been getting are, will there be paperbacks and hardcovers? And we are working diligently with a graphic designer for our covers. They are going to be slapping. We are going to be having a discreet cover and a spicy cover. And because we're obviously book content creators, we know what you girlies want. We are going to do this the way that we would want to receive a book. So do not worry. Those covers are going to be so, so good. We are so excited to share the story behind the covers as well. So definitely paperbacks, hardcovers, all the good stuff. Kels, will we be having ARC and beta readers? Yes, so currently we're working on our beta reader form. We are hoping to get it out actually after we have the editor do a first pass. So we're hoping towards the end of the summer that we will have beta readers. And of course, we're going to have ARC readers. We're going to have digital and paperback ARC readers. So stay tuned to all that information. You can follow us on Katie Between the Sheets for all of that information or our individual author pages. I'm still at Lit Please and Denise is at With Love DAC. Let us dive into some really juicy questions about working together not many people on their debut novel say yeah we're gonna co-write a book with a best friend I met online let's answer some of these questions that people sent in about working together I think the first thing is what was our first conversation like how did we go about hey let's write a book and we have been talking since November December but in January we were really talking about the in and outs of the book community and how we can make a bigger impact and you know after making content for a year it's really fun and we really enjoy it but we were like what is that next step we were talking about you know doing a podcast and a publishing company and a book and we were like you know what let's just try them all (laughs) yeah we have no idea how to take it easy as we like to say on the podcast we don't half ass we full ass everything even if your underwear is on backwards We have both written for most of our lives and we felt like there was a story we wanted to tell. We felt like there were tears we wanted to cause and very hot scenes we wanted you guys to read about. Back in January, we actually have this in our announcement post. On January 27th, we have our first call at 9 p.m. about the book. That should have been a great foreshadowing for how this process was gonna go. But we sat down and we brainstormed the idea together and Avery and Luca were born. We decided what are we knowledgeable about? What kind of love stories do we like to read? And what are some of the main tropes that we like to read? And for our first book, we didn't wanna throw in too many tropes. So we picked some of our favorites, which you might recognize from our favorite tropes episode. On our favorite tropes episode, we even mentioned that we felt like there weren't enough rivals to lovers and we loved that tension and having been in like corporate environments for a very long time we wanted to do something that was 
a workplace romance, but had a little extra layer of spice and was just a little bit out of the bounds of the normal hot billionaire assistant trope, which I personally have said on that podcast that I don't love. So we are giving you badass characters. Our female lead and our male lead are both super strong and super ambitious, and they are worth believing in because they are both chasing really big dreams. Yes, and they're both going to be self-made, and you're going to see the grit that they have in them throughout the book of how hard they want to work. I like reading characters that I can relate to that I want to read about that I, I care about their lives and their personal journeys and then it's like a cherry on top to also see them fall in love with someone that they had some disdain for because you know the tension is always the best when you hate someone a little bit <laughs> yeah and the hate it really boils guys <laughs> it really does so let's tell people how we write how do we write how do we coordinate and how do we manage the actual mechanics of writing together This was very difficult to start with. We had fun with the process, but it is definitely a learning curve. This is our first book that we are writing together and our first book that we've actually got to completion because I think both of us have started projects and then haven't really gotten to the first draft phase. And so it was really nice to have a partner who is very motivating because we would be like, hey, have you wrote? Let's do co-writing spaces where we just hop on hangouts and hang out while we write and we can ask each other questions. But really what we did first is develop the story. We did try a couple of different methods and we didn't go into this fully blindly. We tried to see what other co-authors do, how other writing teams write together, but we felt like our journey was going to be so custom to us that we didn't try to adapt a method. We mostly were just curious about the backgrounds of what it looks like to write a book together. When we first sat down at our document, we had the first chapter written and we decided that because our book is dual POV and in first person, we were going to split the gender roles and I was going to write our female main character, Avery, because I'm the more emotional one. And I have always been a tomboy and I grew up with brothers and I felt more comfortable taking over Luca's role, which is our male main character. We wrote like that for a few chapters, but it didn't ultimately work out because I felt like we were writing kind of two different stories. So we had to kind of go back and think about what we're good at and how we want to implement that into our book. That's when the co-writing really set in. We were both kind of working through plot together, outlining, and then we had different roles in terms of who is mapping which part of the story, which honestly, like in the six months that we've been working together has been such a growth period for us. A one, I've never written with somebody. So to have a collaborator like Kels, who is so receptive and an amazing communicator and can chew through plot with me has been so, so rewarding because writing a book on your own is really daunting. And I feel like that's why neither of us have ever finished the book to the first draft is because it's very easy to just give up on yourself. But when you have that other person, when you have a partner who is pushing you and who is helping you develop the story and work out kinks and (laughs) we're children and work out plot holes, it becomes so much easier to keep writing and to keep digesting and ingesting through the story. But it is also something that is just so nerve wracking to have someone read your first draft of something that is not even complete. So we had to have a lot of conversations around, hey, this is how I draft. I like to come back and edit and add color, but I just need to brain dump when I first start. So we really stepped back and we're like, we're not going to judge 
judge anything. We're here to help each other. We're reaching the ultimate goal of publishing together. So we never felt like it was a competition. If anything, we were trying to help each other become better writers. And that is what made us finish this first draft is because we were so supportive of each other. Even though with everything going on, we also had to be very flexible with schedules and work and days that we were fucking moody and our periods aren't synced. So (laughs) bitches, like we're bleeding all the time. The amounts of weeks we've had where it's like, I'm on my period. I have imposter syndrome. I hate everything. I'm too tired and stressed to be doing this. This was a mistake. Like that happens. We were so in the thick of our feelings and in the feelings of giving up that I think what we truly had was just an incredible person to work with. I hate working with people. I really do because I tend to bull my way through things a lot and take lead and take point and people don't always love that or people disagree with you and I feel like our personalities mesh so well together and we were able to talk about our feelings so clearly because we had a lot of them. It's a very scary process to baby a person who is also a baby through this process. So <laughs> it, it was definitely the coordinating and the writing and the staying on top of the story was truly a mark of our great friendship rather than anything else. I think so too. I think the hardest part about starting, which was a question that we got, was just figuring out how we work together. It wasn't even the story itself, because I think anybody can write a great story. I think co-writing with someone, though, you really have to make sure you're on the same page. And you also have to let your ego go behind. You want to have to grow. And you have to kind of just go with the flow. I don't know. And there are some things, if you feel strongly about, you need to communicate those straight up front. And that way you can get it out and you're not harboring feelings. But I think that we we did pretty well. We're good girls. I just want to throw this in here because I feel like it's important for anyone listening that is thinking like, oh my god, I want to write a book with my bestie. Just because you're friends, it doesn't always mean that you can be good business partners. And just because you're friends, it doesn't mean that you're always great communicators. I feel like the way that we recklessly and very vulnerably threw ourselves into this together took a lot of dedication. And I feel like anyone can do that too. But communication is probably the most important thing. The most important part of this book is not only how are we going to make Luca and Avery great communicators, but how are we as partners going to be strong communicators towards each other Especially when the both of us come from backgrounds where we're so used to doing everything ourselves. We are so stubborn. We are both so dedicated to, I did this. I helped myself stand on my own two feet. And so being able to share that with somebody was scary, but also honestly so rewarding. Yeah, because I definitely don't think that I could have done this by myself. Same. And I I really like you. Oh, I like you too. She'll say the she'll say the L O V E. Don't worry, guys. Don't we'll get don't her. worry. It's like one day I will say it on the podcast, but I don't give my love easily. But I might I might have written it somewhere. As we worked into this process, more and more time went by, and we got to know each other more, and realized we have so much in common, and all of this other wonderful stuff about our relationship. I remember getting a text from you where you used the heart exclamation emoji, and I turned around to my boyfriend and I was like, "She likes me." <laughs> I was I- like, "Wow, she." 
actually likes me. <laughs> I am the grumpy, moody character who's like, I, I need my character arc to develop soon, you know? I need to get over that. But also another thing that has never happened, guys, in like six years, I had not cried. And since the time that I've been hanging out with Denise, I have had like seven meltdowns and I blame those on her. It, it feels okay. I like to cry. Crying is good. I'm here for the crying girlies. Literally before jumping onto the podcast, I was watching a movie called The Vow and I was crying. Your crying is released. I'm like, I need to walk outside. I need to move or do something. It's my body's way of saying, suppress the emotion. I feel like that's what also we've learned about each other is you do such a great job at putting away your phone sometimes. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> but it, it's it's been motivating me to be like, no, I'm going to go throw my phone in another room because normally I... I am very on top of staying available all the time and so you have also inspired me to kind of change the way that I approach my day-to-day life. Kels, let's talk a little bit about how did we publish and what is Between the Sheets publishing our business? What is it? How do we do it? What the fuck? Well, if you go to our website, (laughs) betweentheSheetsPub.com. We are a woman-owned romance conglomerate where we help authors from their start to finish publish. And we are a multimedia entertainment company running this podcast, running a wildly successful Twitter account. We are the fucking smut it girls right now. I literally was like, Denise, there's no way we need a Twitter. And then once we got on Twitter, I swear to God, I am having more fun than I've had on a long time in social media. It is so fun to just be like, I usually am laying in bed late night and I'm like, what is some raunchy, smutty tweets I can send right now? If you guys aren't following us on Twitter, uh, what the fuck are you doing? You're not a very good girl and you're not a dirty little slut either. (laughs) But the Twitter has just been such a fun outlet because now that we've like written an entire book, we're like, oh wait, we wrote a romantic comedy. We're actually funny, I hope. So let's put that into another medium literally our twitter went live last weekend and we already have 2,000 followers i don't even know how you guys are finding us and supporting us in such insane waves thank you so much but that has just been so so fun to enjoy with you yes and so how are we going about publishing first of all we are self-publishing but technically we are under our publishing company between the sheets we are kind of traditionally published right yeah (laughs) we are technically a publishing house guys and i feel like the reason we set this up is because in the future we do want to help other indie authors through this process we do hope to handhold people the way that we handheld each other because we have learned so much and as i was saying previously there are just gaps of knowledge in this space. So many people want to write a book art but are so scared and feel like there's all this red tape around them, but we definitely want to get to a point after our first and second book where we are able to help other authors and other writers in the same position that we are in. So not only are we a traditional book publishing house, we are also a media publishing house. We manage our podcast and we will soon be uh, launching some more exciting stuff. Uh, I can't say anything yet, but you'll be fucking loving it, I'm sure. You know us. We we can't just stop at the things that we're doing. We aren't getting sleep, but we want to add more to the plate. <laughs> I feel like this drive is truly because I wanted to see us in this space. I feel like there are so many incredible people who I would support wildly if they decided to girl boss to the sun. And so I'm glad that we decided to fucking girl boss together. 
I agree because I think when I was younger, I always thought, hey, there's this pie. And if someone takes a chunk of this pie, then I'm getting less, even though I want all the pie. And so if you look at it, it's like there's no fucking pie, okay? There's yep. a plethora of everybody is welcome in this space. You just have to put in the work. I think that everybody does everything differently. And we're going to mesh with some authors more than other publishing houses are going to mesh with authors that, we, you know, it's, there is so much area in this space for everyone and we really just want to support everybody out there kind of connect with the community and you guys are fucking awesome like this community is blows me every day (laughs) (laughs) it really does any one person's win is never your own loss instead I feel like girls support girls and that is what you guys really showed up with when we announced water under the bridge you guys really said hey here are these two raunchy ass bitches (laughs) who are launching a book and you know what we are going to support the living daylights out of them and the response was insane it it was truly insane I feel like we both are so dumb to constantly badger ourselves with how badly we think about ourselves we literally we're like nobody's gonna buy this what are we doing we're gonna put all this time and effort and nobody's gonna do it and the amount of response just solidified that we are in the right space Yes, absolutely. And because book talk for the past year and a half, two years has completely changed the book space. You know, I am in the city all the time. I see people on the train reading romance and women becoming more comfortable with reading romance is exactly why we started this podcast. It's exactly why we're writing a book because there shouldn't be any shame in liking love and, you know, experiencing your own sense of sensuality and sexuality in the private confines of your life man you can do whatever you want book talk has changed the game we are just so thankful to be a part of it we really want to acknowledge you guys and you have really transformed the space we have really transformed the space and we want to continue giving back to the book community and making sure that you guys are heard that we know what you like we've been readers our entire life it's so fucking awesome to be in a space where I actually feel excited to work every day. Dude, oh, you put that so well. I'm going to have a cry now. (laughs) You really did. That really hit like a a tone for me. I feel like as women, there are so many expectations set on how we should behave, on what we should do, on how we should act, and on how we should express ourselves. So having this community here and having all the friends that we made has drastically changed the way that we view ourselves and drastically changed change the way that we go about our daily life like it is because of you guys that we are sitting here pursuing our dreams literally it's not because of anybody else if I had just met Kels and we were absolutely nobodies I don't think either of us would maybe even have mentioned that we read romance for fun like if we were just non-content creators having this lifeline to you guys we can pursue our dreams which is I hope everyone gets the opportunity to say that I agree I think even with the fact that we're writing a romance book I had told someone we're writing romance and they said oh so you're just writing a porn book and it is still so misunderstood that this is not porn this is a love story and it has plot and depth and even if you want to read erotica like who cares like I don't understand why people are judging reading is for fun and whatever you find fun is what you should read and there should be no shame or stigma and I mean that person I was like have you read 
a romance book, I'm sorry, your sex life might not be that fun. Like, I don't know. Like, don't. It's true, though, because there's always been a stigma. I am a lifelong romance comedy watcher. I watch rom-coms all the time. I, like I said, love a good cry. Okay. <laughs> Wait, can we just quickly talk about the, yeah. the valet on Hulu? I know. <laughs> not sponsored at all, but this is the best rom-com. My husband and I watched it. We put it on at like 11 o'clock and we're like, oh, we're going to fall asleep to it. No, we stayed up all night. We cried, which I never cried during a rom-com, but it's like a good cry and not like a sad, sad cry, but it was so good. And then I got Denise to watch it and you're obsessed too. Yeah, I cried as per usual, so fucking hard. And then my boyfriend and I absolutely loved it. This is how much Kells has changed. Kells is watching a rom-com. I literally, I'm like, it's not Scream. It's not, I mean, if you read my author bio, it literally says I'm obsessed with cult classic scary movies. They're horrible movies, but there's something about them that they're just so comforting. I don't know. Which is kind of crazy because you would think a rom-com would be more comfortable, but I'm like, death, ha ha ha. And Denise is like, love (laughs) literally but that's the other thing that's part of the stigma like you are a cool girl for watching horror i'm a girly girl for watching rom-coms and that's ridiculous like we're completely taking away the fact that romance has so many legs and so many layers and we are just wildly thankful that you guys are letting us be another story that you get to enjoy in your romance experience I hope we gave you guys enough praise, King. So we're going to dive into some book questions, which we'll start off with the best part. Will there be spicy scenes? Will there be smut? And what the fuck? Uh, Was that really even a question? Of course there's going to be spicy scenes and smut. How could you guys think there wouldn't be? (laughs) But you know what's also really, really telling is writing a spicy smut scene with your friend. Uh, The first one that I got through, I was like, this is so awkward. I am going to die and you're going to read this. And then we have to critique our dick twitching writing (laughs) styles. (laughs) But it's so funny too, because I feel like when I read smut in books, I never think it's awkward. I feel like it's so natural. It's so part of the story. But reading it and writing it with your friend feels so embarrassing. We made a tweet about this a little bit earlier today where it was like, it's so weird explaining a spicy scene to your co-author when you both have different kinks. Like, why does this turn you on? Yeah, you're like, um, we're not writing a dark romance, Kels. I'm like, yo, I don't know. I thought every book has choking. (laughs) It will. Light choking is always welcome, guys. <laughs> but yes, of course there will be spice. Of course there will be smut. And we will be doing more content on how the process of writing these scenes comes about. Especially, not only is writing so intimate, but writing scenes from your own experiences. Which, because we are, you know, in long-term relationships, are obviously experienced. We will be writing very authentic scenes. There won't be any, you know non-authentic scenes but it's awkward to be to read a scene and think hmm where where did you get that from I guess like after the book is released we'll ask you guys what smut scenes you think came from who we're we're gonna equally write them and it's gonna be hilarious because you're gonna be like really telling who who wrote each smut scene obviously we're both gonna touch them we're both gonna (laughs) I'll touch them (laughs) we're gonna edit both of them but I think the seeds are gonna be purely authentic to our individual lives (laughs) another question we've been getting is is there a playlist and heck yes there's a playlist it's on spotify it's called water under the bridge we also did not announce our author names because we're weird and too excited (laughs) yeah so i'm still kels and i'm still denise 
And we are the Stone Sisters. If you guys do want to talk about the book a little bit, uh, hashtag Stone Sisters, hashtag WUTB for Water Under the Bridge. We will share more of that information closer to our cover reveal dates, but I figured we'd drop it in here uh, because we forgot. Also, our website has some aesthetic videos. It has the playlist which is a work in progress. It's actually really fun following along to see what songs we're adding and removing as we continue the writing of the book. Definitely be sure to check that out and be sure to like it on Spotify and be sure to sign up for our newsletter on Between the Sheets Pub to get sneak peeks of the book and other little mystery release items that we are very excited to share with you because we will juice you bitches out. So, Kels, let us end out this episode. Tell me one of your favorite things about either character. What did you like about Luca or Avery the most? I definitely am relating to Luca because he is very grumpy and professional at work, but he also learns to have fun. Keep saying that I need to kind of loosen up and get into my emotions, and I feel like I kind of really connected with Luca in that way. That's so beautiful. I will definitely say Avery because just a New York City girl chasing her dreams is something that I have related to so much in my life and going through my early 20s in a place where Avery is right now is it was just so amazing to write and see the character and the person she became throughout the story as she got to know Luca. Okay, well, thank you guys all for the support that you've shown over the past week. We really cannot believe it. And if you haven't already, go order our book, Water Under the Bridge by Kelson Denise Stone. The links are in our individual bios. We'll leave a link in the description box of this episode. Thank you guys so much. And don't forget that you can follow us on Amazon. You can follow our individual author pages. You guys can follow us on Goodreads. Remember to mark the book as want to read on Goodreads every little click of that button helps propel our book onto more pages and more audiences that get to see it and we just are so thankful for your support do not forget to follow our instagram kd between the sheets and our poppin ass twitter kd in the sheets thank you guys so much let us know if you have any more questions we will definitely be answering any dms any inquiries that you have about the book or just about the process of becoming authors yeah this is gonna be so exciting we can't wait for you guys to follow along